Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of Yo Bitch Review. This, I am Alex, and with me is Johnny. Johnny, say what's up. What's up, everybody? So last week we had, or uh, two weeks ago, actually, we didn't do a show last week. Um, shit happens, and we don't get paid for this, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the last one that we did was... Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And uh, thanks to Eric for coming over and, and helping us out with that. Uh, it was a good show. Um, and at the end of the show, we usually say what movie we were going to do next. And we happened just to be, I guess, wrapped up in the moment. Yeah. And uh, we didn't announce it. So uh, surprise to you, surprise to us. We decided to do... Double Impact. Double Impact. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, the reason I took a pause there was because, obviously... Um, it it I was like double team, <laughs> but that's the one where he does with that's the that's the Dennis Rodman the one. Dennis Rodman you can't be an actor unless you're doing a sequel you can't have a movie that's like double impact and then boom double team yeah like that should that should have been the sequel yeah like I don't understand why like it's so weird that they just went with that there had to be another basketball stupid basketball metaphor title yeah that they could have used double dribble. Like <laughs> well, still, you still got the double thin though. Oh yeah, that's right. You got to go. With, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say you got to go with like personal foul. Or yeah, something like shit. that, right? Technical foul, starring Dennis Rodman. Hey, that'd have been perfect. It's Dennis. It's yeah, Dennis Rodman. Technical foul. Yeah, right there. See, trying to make a joke and came up with an actual better name. Um, oh shit! What was it called again? Double impact. Nope. <laughs> I was gonna fuck it with double dribble. <laughs> We're gonna review double dribble. Double dribble. So, Double Impact stars Jean-Claude Van Damme, not once. No, no, no. No, but twice. Yes. And you're asking yourself, do you, does Jean-Claude Van Damme have a brother? He does not. He actually plays two characters in this movie, and uh, he couldn't act in one character. No. So, this is double unacting skills. Um, and and this is, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's, as, it's as bad as you think that it would be. Um, uh, yeah. So... The movie was made in 1991, uh, an action crime, it's rated R, uh, and I'm going to read the synopsis real quick. Uh, twin brothers are separated when their parents are murdered by 20, uh, but 25 years later they reunite to, in order to avenge their parents' death. Um, the director is Sheldon Littich, and if they didn't, he said, let's see what he did. This guy looks like a fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, this is... Uh, recently, he did Max, which is about a dog. Best friend, hero, marine, and it's a dog movie. Uh, Double Impact. He also did Lionheart, starring Jean-Claude oh, okay. Van Damme. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. And then Rambo 3, which is Rambo fights the Russians. Yeah. Uh, Ram- goes, Rambo fights with the Taliban. Yeah, Rambo fights with... Right, he fights with, like, the Afghan... Uh, the the Mujahideen, yeah. and that which became the Taliban, if yes. you guys don't know your history. Yeah. Uh, same people. It's such a weird movie to see if you revisit Rambo 3, because he's, like, there's, like, multiple scenes where he's, like, praising. Yeah. It's like, you guys are the best. <laughs> such such like, good people. We're always going to... You're always going to be on the side of America. Yeah. We're always going to be fighting the Russians together. You know what just fucked up? Because, like... If if Sylvester Stallone was to run for office now, you could be like, dude, in yeah. the fucking 80s, you were out there fighting with the Mushu Hadid. Yeah. We have footage. We have footage of, of this. you doing this. I know. He's just, just a movie. But like, nah. No, no. You, that was real. Your murderous rampage covered by CNN. 
<laughs> where you executed. I know people would buy that. People would be on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah, dude. Ten thousand likes. Like I, I knew it. I always knew Stallone was a fucking you know mass murderer. <laughs> was, I always knew he was a commie. But you're saying he fought the commies. In there. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. Son of it a all bitch. means the same thing. Commie means ten different things. <laughs> it means you're black. Yeah, Italian. <laughs> Gay, right? Like gay. It means, it means everything. <laughs> you, you drink frappuccinos. Yeah, you drink frappuccinos. You drive a Prius. Like what? What? What are you talking about? I just speaking of frappuccinos. We went to this coffee place. Me and my wife um, called What's Brewing. It's actually really good. But they, it's a legit coffee place. They like serve just fucking coffee, right? Yeah. Like different styles of coffee, like lattes and stuff like that. But this guy walked in, I guess, with his wife and his in laws, and he's fucking. Uh, uh, he's like. Uh, the wife's like, oh, you know, I'll take this flavor. Because I got like 30 different flavors. Yeah. And they're like, sir, can we help you? And he's just like, you guys got any frappuccinos? And they're like, no. He's like, how about milkshakes? <laughs> they're like, no, sir, we just have the coffee. He's like, I'll take a water. <laughs> I was like, shit, dude. Damn. Yeah, you came to the wrong spot. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, we don't do any of this new shit, yeah. all right? Yeah. We sell coffee. We sell fucking coffee-flavored coffee from 30 different regions. <laughs> So, it also in this movie, uh, stars Jeffrey Lewis. Um, now, Jeffrey Lewis is very recognized. He's a very he's a character actor, and he's yeah. recognized in a lot of things. Um, he has been in Way of the Gun. He was the older man uh, who was playing the weirdest game of, of Russian roulette. Yeah, he's like Scott Con or Scott Con James Con's buddy. Yeah, yeah, and he's playing Russian roulette with six different revolvers. Right. And he each, puts him in a bag. Yes, and he puts and him in a bag, shakes, shakes it up, him up, pulls out one gun. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that does to the odds of that. Like, does that increase, decrease? Uh, that seems like a, you know, you've like got a fucked up life where you're trying to think of new ways to play Russian roulette. That means he's been playing regular Russian roulette. And he's yeah, like, bullshit. He's like, not enough guns. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, because did he load each gun with a bullet? Or just one gun with the bullet. See, I think we only see him load one gun with the bullet. That's all we see. Right. But I don't know if that's because he's already loaded all the other guns or not. Well, because, you know, you increase your chances of not getting shot if you just yeah. put one. Yeah. Like, you go from one to six, and he has, like, 12 guns now. Now yeah. it's, like, one in 72. Now you're just trying to see if, like, God hates you. Yeah, exactly. Point. You're trying to see if God's like, yeah, Yo, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that that bullet's... <laughs> It was like, he had 96 guns in this bag, and he happens to pull the right... He should have just played the lotto. Like, <laughs> might have helped him out a little bit. So so this, so this what happens in this movie is, at the very beginning, it's set back in, like, 1965, and, and British-ruled Hong Kong, yeah. right? So for, for a quick history lesson, uh, all of China is, of course, ruled by China, but Hong Kong was ruled... By the British Empire. Yeah. Um, and not until 1985, I think, or maybe 1990. I think it was 90-something yeah. when they got their kind of independence. Or right, whatever. right. It's kind of the lease was up and fucking yeah. Britain didn't... Didn't, um, didn't renew the contract. Didn't renew the contract. It was like, ah, your rates are too high now. <laughs> so um, this is this is British rule. And so they show these two parents and the parents, they get knocked off by the triad. We'll, we'll say triad. Yeah. And uh, they, there's two babies, there's twin babies in the car. Yeah. And so the Chinese uh, nanny takes one baby. Yeah. And Jeffrey Lewis, uh, who is the bodyguard and uh, drives a sweet ass car in this movie. Yeah. Um, 
he is uh, Frank Avery. So Frank is is Jeffrey is Jeffrey Lewis. That's his character. So Frank, uh, in the shootout, sees the other baby in there. So the nanny like the nanny took one baby. For she obviously reason. has a fucking favorite, and no these shit. kids are like toddler. Like these kids are like no, yeah, six months are, old. These are baby, like babies. straight up, yeah. right? So she. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna leave the ugly one. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking no bounced out, right? Little twin babies, and she she grabs the one, right? For whatever reason, because and Frank is is late to the shootout because uh, the guy he's supposed to be bodyguarding the the parent the father of the the kids, yeah, told him that he didn't have to escort them home or whatever. Yeah, he was gonna give him the night off. Yeah, and that guy was obviously gonna get a hooker. Like that was his something. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, like, was get out of here. He was like, get out of here, Frank. Stop. He's like he really like comes off like he is like I am so annoyed with even having to talk to you right now, Frank. Like Frank is calling him on a car phone. It's like old school car phones. Yeah, yeah. And like he just really does not seem interested. The wife is there. She's trying to be like, thanks, Frank, for yeah. all you do. And this guy's like, hey, Frank, shut the fuck up. Yeah, get out of here me alone. I'm trying to ditch the wife. I'm going to drop off this nanny. Then I'm going to go hit up the Hong Kong streets. <laughs> turn the fuck up. All right. And he does not get the chance to turn the fuck up. He no. gets. He gets, he, uh, he gets up. shot the fuck up, and uh, Bolo Young is the one that fucking wastes the mom and the dad. Yeah, yeah. Bolo so. has kind of a badass line early in this movie. If you see this scene, you could almost be set up to think this is going to be a better movie than it is, right? Because Bolo is fucked up, but Bolo has the wife. The, he's already killed the the dad, and then yeah. the, the the mom is there, and she's like, "My babies, what's going to happen to my babies?" And she says that, and Bolo says, you'll never find out. And yeah. then shoots her in the face with a shotgun. Straight and, up in the face. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that's a fucked up answer. That's like, you don't even know. I, we might let him live. Yeah. I might murder him. I might fucking play football with Yeah. <laughs> Pick up the baby. I'm gonna throw it around like a Listen, fucking the, the Chinese. We already saw the Chinese nan, 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 nanny nana. Always <laughs> <laughs> saw the Chinese nana take the kid. The yeah. nanny. We already saw like that she took one of them. So the other one, we're just gonna we're gonna kick around like soccer balls yeah, or something. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have a serious, intense game of volleyball with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> serious. Like we we really take it actually pretty seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So this baby be volleyball. <laughs> And this kid better hold together through, and I'm Bolo Young, so I'm like ninety percent chest. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all server right there. Like I don't jump very high, but I can hit that shit across the net, no problem. So here's where there's so there's two parts in in, in here where they explain the fact that the twins that were raised on opposite sides of the globe yes. have the same accent. Right. This is how they try. This is how they try. So the nanny is running off with the one baby, and they show her dropping him off at a French uh, uh, orphanage. Orphanage like, slash, run by some nuns. Right yeah. there, you go. Run by some nuns. Right. So what would you call that? A uh, uh, convent. Convent. There yeah. you go. So it's a it's a a French and and it it says it like it blatantly says like French convent. Yes. You know, and the, the nurse comes down and is like, oh wee wee, <laughs> <laughs> like like. <laughs> You know, in in French, like, what's this baby doing here? We have to explain their accent. And so, <laughs> then they show. Then it's like twenty five years later, yeah. right? So Jean Claude's supposed to be twenty five in this movie. He's a rough looking twenty five. He's, he's had some years. He has definitely has some he's years. Had some in mileage on. Yeah, and they show the brother who was not dropped off at the Chinese slash French orphanage, uh, and he's teaching aerobics classes. 
And he's like, because of my strong legs, I can do these splits, no problem, blah, blah, blah. And all these ladies are like, hey, you want to fuck? And he's like, no, no, I don't do that, you know. So it's, We got to come back to that because we're talking about the French thing. We're going to come back to that, though. So then Frank, like, drops a bombshell, dude. <laughs> out of nowhere. Cause out in, of nowhere. They're in L.A. Yes, they are in L.A. They are in L.A. I forgot to mention that. They yeah, are in L.A. They're in L.A. And he drops this fucking bombshell like, I'm not your uncle. Yeah. And, you know, blah, 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 this, this, and that. Your parents were brutally murdered. Yeah. And we got to go to China because we found your twin brother. You got a twin brother. And it's like, he's like, just one, he's not even giving time to focus on the fact that, hey, I'm not your real uncle. Right. And then he drops the line, that's why I raised you in France. Yeah, yeah. Which ex- now explains the accent. Right. right, right. And I'm like, no. They're jumping through a lot of hoops because... Because Jean Claude Van Damme could not possibly do two different accents. Yeah, he did not have the skill. <laughs> he couldn't. He they, couldn't have one act. One where it's like, hey, can you can you just do like a an American accent since you were raised apparently in L.A.? No, 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 can't do no. it. All right, we're gonna have to say somehow you got to L.A., but we're raised in France. Yeah, speaking English the whole time apparently. Fucking ridiculous, dude. And so, and and this is. If this sounds crazy and ridiculous, it's because it is crazy and ridiculous. And this is the movie, like yes, this, this is, is like the, like everything about this movie is based on the fact that like these two guys are across the planet and they talk exactly the same. <laughs> they, they are they they have different clothes and a different hairstyle, and that's literally like visually and physically as far as that goes. That's all the difference there is. That that's it. There's no like, hey, he has a scar. He has a different accent. Nothing. Yeah, Nothing. at all. So he tells him, "What you know? You're in France. You're adopted, or not adopted, but you know, I'm not your uncle. You know, this, this, and that. Blah, blah, blah." So they they fly to fucking Hong Kong just right away. Yeah, like pack your bags. We're the, going. The, they're running a business, so yeah. they're in L.A. running a business. They, he, he's a karate instructor slash aerobic instructor. Oh, oh, oh! And the fucking geese are all pink. <laughs> like the aerobics class. You know, the chicks are all there in their pastel colors, right? And they're yeah, fucking bright yeah. neon greens and their fucking pastel panties and shit. And then they, he goes, he's like, hey, Frank, go teach the karate class. Yeah. In your fucking aerobic, your jazzercise outfit. And he walks into the other side and that place is neon pink with neon lights and shit. Yeah. And everybody in there is in like a pink gi with pink belts. Yeah. It's, I don't know what kind of. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Like, there's so many questions I have. Oh. Was this a thing in the 90s? Where you, could you have an aerobic slash karate instruction hybrid? You need two different rooms. Like, why don't you just have one class at one time and another it, class? It yeah, seems so... why? There's so much overhead in that, in that business it's plan. It's so weird. <laughs> and then, like, in the aerobics class, we should also point out that he's not even, like, doing aerobics. They're just hanging around, and he's fondling them, and yeah. they're ogling him. Like, yeah. he's like, we, we're introduced to him in the aerobics class. They're wearing, this chick's wearing, like, the least amount of leotard <laughs> that you could possibly find. There's a whole lot of moose knuckle going on. It's it insane. Holy shit. It looks like a, like some street fighter shit. Yeah. And so she's j- just skin tight, nothing on her on her ass, basically. And then he mentions, out of nowhere, just for no reason, He's talk- I guess he's trying to help her because she's like, oh, I injured myself in our vigorous aerobics class. And he's trying to help her stretch. And he, like you said, shows off, oh, because of the karate, I know how to stretch. Because, of course, back then, for anybody that doesn't know, that didn't watch these you know, Van Damme movies from back in the day, 
uh, Jean-Claude had pretty much a, an obligation to do the splits at least once per movie. Yo, that shit was straight up in his contract. That had to be in his contract. Like, I've, I've got to get the splits in there at some point. i got to show people that I can do the splits, that I'm capable of this. So he shows them. He's like, oh, I can do the splits with no problem. And they're like, ooh. And I'm like, is that was that a thing? Like, is that what it, like women were attracted to in 91? Like, wow, his legs really spread open easily. Right. Like, what's, what's the... What's the benefit there for you, ladies? I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm not exactly sure what's going oh, on. Oh man, easy access to that taint. That's what we're all about. In yeah. 90s. <laughs> so, so what the ladies are into in 1991, baby? Right. S- sweaty aerobics instructor taint. <laughs> Listen, my aerobics teacher has the sweatiest taint. He's got five star Yelp reviews on his <laughs> his taint sweat, and uh, and it is easy access. Yeah, because he can do the splits. <laughs> it is definitely, it is it is definitely easy access. Uh, but yeah, it's it it it's you know, it is uh, uh definitely just just like whole all kinds of ridiculous on that shit. Um, so they go to Hong Kong. Now they're in Hong Kong. Yeah, and. They find this dude in like a day. Yeah, no, no problems. They like land the plane. They don't even just find, like they they find the dude and he's he's not even there. Yeah, yeah, like they go to his like the he's obviously he's a criminal. Yeah, right. And when we're saying he, remember we're talking about Van Dam still. Yeah, the 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 brothers are. Uh, I I remember this. The brothers are Chad. Chad is the uh, aerobic instructor. Yes. And then I remembered. It's pretty easy. Alex is the other one. Yes. I was like, okay, it should be easier. Alex right. is a tough guy. Right. I, and I, I almost wish it was the reverse just for the purposes of this podcast. That, just That just would have been the, awesome. <laughs> the stupid easy jokes to fire yeah. off. But so they walk into this this bar and like everybody's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they're recognizing Chad, the aerobic instructor, as Alex. Now, I... They're twins, so okay, right? right? Except the fact that Chad looks like he just came out of fucking Bel Air. Like yeah. two fucking polo shirts on, both with a collar popped. Fucking shorts. Khaki na- shorts. Khaki, 1985 khaki coach gym shorts. He is totally Carlton Banks. Oh, socks pulled up. Yeah. White socks pulled up. <laughs> Fucking like white shoes, like you wouldn't wear that shit in Hong Kong in the back alleys because it's dirty. Yeah, like, no shit. You gotta fuck up my shit. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like, yo, let me go change into some camouflage. That way, the, when the grease gets on me, it won't look that bad. So, so you know, all that shit's going down. Whatever. People are recognizing him, and, and yeah, they're, they're, they think they're recognizing him. And like, like you said, I was like, those part of me was torn because I was like, I get it. They do look exactly alike, except for like, you'd at least be like. Why is Alex dressed in a way that? Because then Alex eventually shows up and he's like, he, they they go out of their way to point out that their wardrobes could not be more different. Yeah, and well, he shows up because Alex's girlfriend goes and fucking hits on Chad. Yeah, yeah. And is getting ready to fucking give him the good blowy in the back, and then and then you turn around and Alex is there and he's like slick back leather jacket like yeah, and he has a valid point. Like, how could you mistake this? And he says this in the movie. Yeah, he says yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He says, "How can you mistake this faggot for me?" Yeah, he was. Like, yeah. well, he dropped the f bomb. It was a hard f. Yeah, he it was, he meant it. Yeah, and like they they tried to make it a point of like, uh, Chad is wearing a silk 
underwear. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I would like, never wear silk underwear. And it's like, well, that that beyond that even. <laughs> yeah. Look at all the other trappings of Chad as compared to Alex. And for some reason, his girlfriend was just like, oh, I, I don't know. I, I I guess I figured you were completely combing your hair differently and yeah. dressing differently and acting differently. Yeah, you went out and got you a new outfit. And, like, you know, we're trying it out at the bar where everybody thinks you're a badass. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, the ultimate, like, you know, straight stolen, I think, I, I would think, either stolen from Stallone, more likely stolen from, from Schwarzenegger, the cigar. Yeah, he's chomping a cigar. He's chomping a cigar the entire movie. Yeah. Like, gun battles, kung fu fights. <laughs> like, in case you didn't know that that was supposed to be the bad twin, the yeah. streetwise twin. Yeah. Cigar in the mouth, gonna give it away. Yeah. Like I'm not sure who I'm looking at. It's, it's like a Disney like sitcom, like yeah. a Disney Channel sitcom of like, oh, one's the tough twin, one's the. <laughs> one's Guess the what p- happens when one twin's grown up in Hong Kong and the other one is in France? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like one's the preppy, one's the tough guy. Like whoa, he's got his hair slicked back. Yeah. Well, that makes him a tough guy. So it's just the hair That's like that is that's the, the main like as the movie progresses. If we get to an eventual point where that's pretty much the the primary distinguishing feature, like oh yeah, yeah. that's Alex. He's got his hair slicked back, and like oh dude, where's that leather jacket the entire movie? Yeah, he's he's rocking the hell out of it. I I don't know if it's really cold enough or necessary. Yeah, I'm not. For like, me, I feel like Hong Kong's really hot. It feels like it's sweltering. I, maybe there's I've never been. Maybe I'm just assuming that. Most of the movies I've seen, though, it feels like everybody's always sweating. Yeah, it feels like it feels like every there's a lot of outdoor cooking that's <laughs> that's contributing to the heat. Yeah, it seems like a very like everything. It's always steamy. <laughs> exactly, it's like a, there's it's always like, steam. They're always cooking in a walk, like on the side of the road, a which giant I, walk. Yeah, a giant walk on top of that. There's a lot of fire going on too. Yes. Like they're not hitting that shit with electric coils. No, no. It's straight up like fire, just open flames. Yeah, metal heat, steam. Just, just, just yeah. all over every everywhere you look, it seems like that's what's happening in Hong Kong. At least based on the movies that I've seen. So, so I looked. I looked up the weather in Hong Kong right now. Now, okay. now mind you, today is August twenty eighth in San Antonio. August is like the fucking month to stay inside. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it is a nice. Uh, I'm looking. You know, over the next week, it's rainy, ninety two percent humidity. <laughs> And it's uh the high for the week is eighty three, so seventy seven okay. to eighty three, but it's still humid as fuck. I was gonna say ninety two percent humidity yeah. though. It's and then it's, the, it's like you ever you know you ever been to a city where it's because of all the tall buildings you don't get a breeze. From yeah. The, so yeah, that's yeah. like Hong Kong. Like you see the skyline. Yeah. And it's all you know real tall ass buildings. So you're you know not it's just get like a... funk. Tra- it's like yeah. You're on the you're on the the the, the port right. too. Like and it just feels like it would just be like. Sw- Sweaty and sweet. Like, it feels like it'd be kind of like Houston. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, just like yo, it's like real humid out here all the time. We're we're too close to the water, but not catching ocean breezes. Yeah, <laughs> like, it reminds me of that scene from Hustle and Flow where they're sweating the entire movie, <laughs> and then old boy puts on the fucking leather jacket, and she's like, "No, don't worry, this is the good leather breeze." Not that well, motherfucker. No, You're I, in Mississippi. My skin doesn't even breathe out here. <laughs> yeah. Much like, less this dead cow skin. <laughs> like, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. That was like. <laughs> that, so, yeah. So, this whole time. And then he's fighting in that shit, like, creating yeah. a sweat. 
did he? I'm not sure if he had a regular shirt on, or if he had a fucking like tank top underneath. So if he had a tank top, like the Van Dam tank top, which I is like I think he had the Van Dam tank top. Yeah, I think which he had is, the Van Dam tank, which is like just sweat mixed yeah. in with leather jacket, mixed in with Hong Kong funk. It's, yeah, it's pure funk. Yeah, he is. He smelled like a taint. We're like, <laughs> like, and not your regular taint, like fucking no. CrossFit taint, like <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the fucking heat up to eighty and fucking do a CrossFit taint, CrossFit, and then it's like smell my taint. That's that's him. That's Jean Claude in this movie. Right yeah, now. it's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's insane. So so, and then the other then then Chad, he pretty much wears that same. Yeah, he's he's preppy for I, like the whole movie for whatever reason and clean as fuck. Yeah, yeah, like he, stay as clean as fuck throughout the entire movie. It. <laughs> Well, man, yeah, we got we got a lot to to talk about here. There's a lot. There's a lot to joke about here. There's so much. Because yeah, Chad is for whatever reason he just like maintains the the super preppy thing. Um, so yeah, they meet. They are in um a weird level of disbelief about the twin thing. Look, I know what I look like. Yeah. If I saw somebody who looked just like me, and some dude was like, "That's your twin." Yeah. I I don't. I don't know if I'd like just immediately believe it, right? But I wouldn't be as dismissive as it feels like Alex, especially. Yeah, Alex is ah, a lot of people have told me some stupid shit before. Like, have they told you shit and then shown you? Yeah, direct evidence right in front of you that's speaking to you has your same accent, voice, your chick. The just, same accent thing just gets me every fucking time, dude. Your chick just tried to blow this guy. Yeah, yeah. Because she thought he was you. Right. She's telling you, like, you look just alike. I think she felt his dick. She did. She reaches in, like, grabs his junk. Yeah. And, like, up. doesn't notice that it's a different dick. Like, no. that's how much of a twin you are. <laughs> like, your dick is the same. <laughs> she doesn't, she, she should have used that, because he's all, of course, upset with her. Right. Which becomes like a, a running theme throughout the movie is yeah. a weird thing. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, so Alex is like, ah, you know, this is bullshit, you know, you lying to me for whatever reason. I feel like I would have, I would, I would be freaking out first of all. I'd be like, yo, like I would like be like, I just wouldn't be able to even comprehend what's happening. Like, yo, this dude looks just the fuck like me. Yeah. It'd be like that, uh, what was it? Was it Freaky Friday? Yeah. The old Disney movie? Yeah. Where the, where the girl played the two parts and said, like they, they meet up at camp. Yeah, and they are immediately like, "Oh, like they're amazed that they see they see each other," and then like it clicks, like, "Oh shit, we're sisters." Yeah, like th- there's a uh, a documentary out right now. I just I just saw the other day called Three Identical Strangers" about I like see that. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh-huh. It gets really messed up. Like it starts off, oh, this yeah. kind of feel good, and the and church then, comes in and fucks everything up. It's it gets. I don't want to give up like the. <laughs> I the, think that's in the preview. That's why I know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I don't want to give up the full twist of it or whatever. But it's like it turns into like a twist, and I'm like, what the hell? Like God, this is messed up. People do messed up stuff, yeah. man. But like, yeah, like the beginning of that movie is like them having that exact moment in real life. Like the guy meets, and it's like, oh yeah, you look exactly like me. This is amazing. This is crazy. But also, we are very obviously separated at birth, or at least some kind of related. Yeah, yeah. Like y- you wouldn't just look at it and be like, no. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck that you. guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. Bite my style and shit. <laughs> like, bite, bite my style so hard, got my face on yeah. it. Shit. And John Claude has a very distinct face. It's not like he could be like, oh, there's, yeah. a, bunch of, there's a bunch of guys in Hong Kong yeah, exactly. that look like me and yeah. have a French-ass accent. It's like, <laughs> French-ass I can't get over there. Here's the part. Here's the part that drives me crazy. 
is that he's not even from fucking France. He's from Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> like, why couldn't you just say it was a Belgium convent and that, he, hey, we spend some time in Belgium to get the... <laughs> like, there's really no reason why they I, have to go to fucking France. I think it's just... 1991 they presumed that the average american and they're probably right yeah would have been like what the fuck is belgium yeah it, that's where i get my waffles well, congratulations <laughs> you're halfway there so now let's connect the other part <laughs> that's Don't a be, whole country it's not just a your, type of your, waffle we'll get your encyclopedia britannica the bees <laughs> we're gonna educate your ass yeah we're gonna we're show here. you it's like it's it's just I, I don't know, you know. No, yeah, you're right. He's not even French. He's not, he's not French. Like, he's not French. He doesn't even speak French in the movie. No, he just speaks English he the just, whole time. The whole time. Like, if if you dropped off a kid at a French orphanage in Hong Kong, there is no reason for him to know English at all. He right. knows French. Right. And he knows Cantonese or uh, like, Chinese. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he does not know... There's, and then he's a criminal on top of that? Yeah. The entire fucking underground crime triad league and fucking... Like, they know him they, and shit. Uh, they know him. They all speak English. Like, <laughs> it's like, like a, uh, listen, in order for you to be part of the triad, you have to take uh, English 101, English 102. <laughs> you have to be able to... Do uh, I have to drop my accent? <laughs> no. No, no. You can... You can keep your accent. Also, you just fucking spoke perfect English. Yeah, right you just Shit. spoke perfect English. Here's your, here's you, might be, you might be a shoe in. Like, <laughs> oh, I can speak it. I just can't read it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Oh, that. And it is, you know, it's a 1991 movie, and it's like, it's very whitewashed, and it's very, you know, fucking... Yeah, the, you know, the, the the majority of people getting killed and that are criminals in this are the, uh, the the native Chinese people. Which are, like, the worst crime family in the oh, history of horrible. fucking... <laughs> like Horrible. The triad, you know, when you when you know, when you learn about, like, Chinese under crime and shit like that, like, they're pretty ruthless, and they're yeah, pretty they're brutal. Or, they're, and they're organized. Like, they're straight-up organized. Street gangs all the way up to the top. Yeah. Don't fuck around. And then they just make them look like a bunch of bumbling idiots. No, yeah, they get they get taken out by like three people. Yeah, like a huge criminal enterprise gets taken out by three people, and not even like three people that are like th- these are two brothers that blatantly don't get along. Yeah, and they don't have that twin connection. No, they do not have the twin connection. Yeah, they're not so, finishing each other's sentences or anything like that. So they they uh, they agree to work together for basically no reason. Alex is like, "Fuck this." I don't want to do it. And then Chad is like, fine, Frank, me and you on our own, like always. And then yeah, but- Alex is like, all right, you want to see the real action? Like, that's it. That's literally the conversation. That is, the- yes. The fucking Frank walks in and he's like, he's like, look at this guy. When then, of course, he drops the, he looks like a faggot. And then Frank jumps in and Frank's like, hey, hey, just look at him for Christ's sake. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he's stating the obvious. Like, just listen. Whip your dicks out. They look exactly the same. Danielle, confirm. You yeah. can confirm. You can confirm. They look. They feel the same, right? They're, look, taste one, taste the other. They probably taste the same too. Like you know, his has a LA taste to it. His has a Hong Kong taste to it. Pretty much same exact size in your mouth. You know, fucking confirm that they're brothers. You know, you know, the chicken and beef ramen weren't that different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could still tell they were ramen underneath it all. Right. <laughs> this is the same thing. It's so funny. same thing. Oh, yeah, it's it's insane. It is absolutely insane about, with that shit. So so um, yeah. So then. Alex leads them to uh, just a random... They agree to go with Alex for some reason. So at this point, by the way, it's important to find out. 
or, or to discuss for us. The plot of this movie, even though I've, I've seen this probably two or three different times on uh-huh. cable in, in my youth, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it because I, I think it's funny. Me and my friends used to quote some of this because it's just so stupid. Also, um, and, you know, I rewatched it for this for this podcast. Yeah, I still don't quite understand anybody's motivation plot wise. They murdered the parents, the the triads, and the random British uh, corrupt official. Right, murdered the parents to get some money after a project was finished. Um, and I- then. The brothers are there to avenge the parents, and then they're like, it seems like Frank says something like, it makes it sound like they're going to be able to get their money out of it, but like, I don't... They they stole your inheritance. He says yes. that in the movie. Yes, okay, okay. I, I'm with you. I'm still trying to... Like, he was the... He's basically an architect. The yeah. dad was, right? Yeah, yeah. He designed a bridge. Yeah. And Frank says, when they were done with him, they assassinated him. Yeah. Right? The triad took him out when they were done with his services. First off, it, <laughs> you're done with the services. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Why you got to take them out? It, Just, it doesn't seem like that was necessary at all. Yeah, you're done with the services, and you don't need to take them out. It's kind of like he was a contract employee, right? He finished his work. You pay him what he's owed, and then that's it. And like, that's it. You don't get residuals on a bridge. Yeah, exactly. Like they, the, the way the movie plays out makes it sound like oh he was gonna. Like they like they charge a toll to roll that bridge and like they just like, years and gonna... years of fucking of of British pounds that they were gonna collect like yeah. it was five pounds you know uh, five cents a pound whatever the fuck it was it was five cents yeah you know to get across now it's a dollar think about all the Chinese that yeah. are going across there yeah. and the tourist you guys are gonna inherit about twenty grand <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> like I don't know like I don't understand why they kill him by the way there's a bill that's due for the repairs of the bridge no shit the yeah years. bridges like, have upkeep and shit like dude, it makes no sense this isn't like you, it's not an investment there's nobody out no. here that's like the, the world's richest men like there's nobody on that list who's like oh this guy owns all these bridges <laughs> This fucking guy. Just a this bridge. This guy owns all the bridges in Madison County. There's no such thing as a bridge tycoon. <laughs> this <laughs> like guy some, owns a San Francisco bridge, yeah. the Brooklyn bridge. There's, like, there's nobody like, you don't look at some old encyclopedia photo of some guy with the fucking, the rich man mustache exactly. and the top hat. And he's like, wow, that guy, he made his money in bridges. That's that bridge money. You, you know got what, oil money. You got coal money. He had fucking bridge, yeah, bridge money. money. You know what's funny is that if we're like completely wrong and somebody's listening right now, like, you dumb fucks. <laughs> what do you mean you don't get any residuals for fucking making a bridge? You know how much money there is in bridges? Let me tell you something. Rockefeller made all his money in bridges, not oil. You guys are fucking retarded. Like, what is wrong with you guys? Jesus, why don't you guys pick up that Encyclopedia Britannica you were talking about instead of going to Belgium, go a couple pages further to Bridges, and you figure the fuck out what's going on. <laughs> like, That's going to be hilarious. If we find that out, that would be hilarious. I'm like, definitely going to look that up. Obviously, it's going to come back like, no. Wait, no, what no. the fuck are you talking about? They're fucking yeah. owned by the cities and counties and fucking state. Like, it's, so, it's such a weird thing. So then they decide, okay, we're going to have to murder him for his share of the bridge, I guess, royalties or whatever yeah. the fuck. Which also, by the way, like you're splitting it with the rest of the millions of triads or whatever that are in this movie. Like, was that one guy? Was it worth it to kill him? Like, yeah. Like, th- there's like all these different people that got a like a little bit of like the the pot anyway. Like, just let him it doesn't live. Doesn't make it. It makes that. That's the the that you know again going back to the fucking French thing. 
So first off, it doesn't make any sense because you got, you know, some French Chinese guy who knows perfect English, never speaks French or Chinese. No. Then you got a French LA guy who never speaks French and, you know, is basing his accent on the fact he doesn't have a French accent. He has a fucking Belgian accent. Yeah. So <laughs> then on top of that, it's like, hey, now we're in the board meeting. And we're in the meeting for the movie. And I'm like, okay, 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 look, look, look. We got to make a movie with Van Damme. He has to be two different people. You think he can pull it off? One guy's like, fuck yeah, I can pull it off. That guy's a genius. I'm like, all right, great, awesome, do that. Boom. Now, how is he, what's, what's the plot? Well, they kill his parents. Great, awesome. Okay, so why do they kill his parents? Uh, well, his dad was a banker and he bankrolled something and he was going to make a lot of money on interest. Nah, 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 that's been done before. A million uh, times. Yeah, a million times, a million times. Uh, his dad's a criminal in Hong Kong, and they take him out, and, and he has you know, money stashed away in different things. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He's a white guy. He's not going to be that crooked. <laughs> like, oh, what is it, man? What is it? I got it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> aren't you the same guy that said Robo Police? <laughs> right? <laughs> Ro- Release <Robo> man. man. <laughs> <laughs> what? I we kicked you out of the yeah. last meeting. <laughs> it's like, well, I, thought, I thought you went back to rehab. Like, he's Dude, like, no, I'm back. I'm back from rehab. Architect, bridge architect. He's a bridge designer. Those guys make billions. You don't understand. After you're done with the bridge, everybody that rides across it, you collect on that. What if it's, what if it's not a toll bridge? They still collect. Look, you ever see that guy out there just randomly doing the counter thing? <laughs> like, like the guy at the nightclub? He's like, click, 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 click. He's ca- they have to turn that in, and the bill gets paid by the city, and those people, and that's the money that he collects. Like, holy shit, dude! This guy is definitely on drugs. He is cleaning up. <laughs> he is cleaning up. Don't make no money. I'm fucking building bridges. <laughs> Damn it. So, so then they're they're like gonna go kill. Like you said, it's like the, they're acting like it's the inheritance or whatever, right? Like you said, Frank specifically mentions inheritance. I, I don't understand what that even means. You you can't just go like I'm gonna kill the triads and now like they've like I don't know they've got the contract in a safe somewhere. We never see anything like that. No. So best I can tell is like this is purely a revenge mission for two orphans who like never met their parents no. at all. Don't know anything about their parents. parents like, we complete dickheads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the dad was gonna go bang some Chinese hooker. Yeah, and dropping and, the mom off, and, and get, they they hired the the shitty uh, the shitty you know maid or whatever the, yeah. the shitty housekeeper that was like, oh, I have a I have a favorite, I have a favorite twin, <laughs> I have a favorite twin. She straight up leaves the twin. I'm gonna I'm gonna save this one, but this other one's fucked. <laughs> yeah, hope Frank saves you, kid. But like when Frank sees it, I know we're jumping all over the place with this movie because it's so golden. But Frank sees the kid. And it doesn't even dawn on him to see if the other kid is in the car. Like, oh, there's one. Yeah. And then the lady leaves the kid and, like, maybe she thought she's been only taking care of one kid this entire time? I don't know. <laughs> like, she doesn't go and be like, hey, he's, he's, got, a, he's got a brother, you know, out there or something. Yeah. Like, no, nothing like, I, it's, yeah, this, this movie is fantastic. That, that, and you, that, that nanny was like... I think the nanny is the only one that's believable because she's like, the triad is after him. Drop the kid off and go about my business. Yeah, she's just like, fuck this. Yeah, you know what? I don't want any. I don't want any extra part of this shit. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm done. 
There's no reason for us. Triads come showing up at my house and be like, I don't got no fucking shit. I don't know what you're talking about. I only speak Cantonese. What are you talking about? Like, I don't don't know anything about any Americans. (laughs) Frank even (laughs) says, like, they were supposed to, like, the the triads were going to kill the parents and then kill the kids to make sure that they never came back and got revenge. Like, who? (laughs) I mean, look, like you said, the triads are, are pretty ruthless in real life. So, like, it's believable from a ruthlessness standpoint. Right. But, like, from a... From the standpoint of being like, just in case these kids grow up to be fucking, if if they found out that like even one of them like he grew up to be an aerobics slash karate instructor, it would just be like, no, we ain't got to worry about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. listen, we found Chad, and uh, we're okay. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean we're okay? I sent you on a mission to go and kill this son of a bitch. He's gonna come back. Listen, I'm gonna show you these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's gonna be from behind. So the the person doing the splits is a dude. Don't get excited about his ass. <laughs> He's also a karate instructor. They have pink geese. I'm telling you, you do we don't not have, have to worry, worry about, about him at all. Like, all right, well, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures, and it seems like you're right. <laughs> yeah. I am wondering why you decided. <laughs> To take so many pictures of him from the back while yeah. he's in the splits. You're telling me not to focus on his ass, and yet... Yeah, yeah, you got... These pictures are seemingly yeah. focused on his... You zoomed in right on his paint. I was, was going to say, <laughs> it's like a 10 times zoom on this fucking thing. It's 1991. That's not even an easy camera to come by. Yeah. That's not the camera we sent you it. We, we sent you there with a the little Polaroid bullshit. You went out and bought a camera. <laughs> you brought a camera. You bought a camera with a sports lens. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> then he took this picture from like three feet away. <laughs> like got, gonna, you had to get in good in good graces. This isn't from across the street. Yeah, this is right up in there. Right? Like the people that were in front of him saw you take the picture. <laughs> were you in the class? Did you sign up for the class? Hey, look. All I know is I'm going back to LA. Yeah. And you don't have to worry you don't about have to worry about him anymore. So um so there's also there's there's there was also a scene that I thought was hilarious was when they're on the boat and they're gonna do a deal. I'm not, I, I, yeah, it's a it's a weird car slash. There's cigarettes in a trunk. Yeah, there's like, like electrical equipment or something. I don't know what's going on. So all this shit happens, but the the cops show up. Yeah, right. Yeah, boat cops, and so it's kind of like the coast guard basically shows up, and they're like, "Hey, you need to stop," and blah blah blah. Well, they they throw a car into the water, and then they blow up the car. Yeah, and the cops stop. Now, it's a very large body of water. This is not a river, and they, like, dam it off. No. This is a fucking bay. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Like, when they show the Bay of Hong Kong, that's where they're fucking at. Yeah. I'm thinking, why can't the guy just go around and still (laughs) chase him? (laughs) The fucking... The the captain of that boat, or the cop boat, is like... Oh, "Oh, no. Oh, damn it. They did it again. Explosion got away. Yeah. They fucking... God, those... Those rascally right. criminals, yeah, like, <laughs> like blowing shit up in our way. Yeah, you've got all kind of room to like, oh shit, just go like you said, go around yeah. that, keep chasing you, chase you down. Like, yeah, I don't know why you fucking blew up the car, guy. Yeah, it, that it, didn't stop me at all. It didn't at all. But the the those cops were like close to lunch or something. Like they didn't fucking they, like, fuck this, fuck this, dude. We're, we're hungry. They're blowing Let's, up cars. I don't get paid enough for this yeah. bullshit. It's like, isn't that that same guy that fucking fighting the Kumite? Fuck him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're not going back. Oh man! Like yeah. So so then it goes on, and they they find out who killed the the parents. Right? Frank 
kind of tells them what's going on or whatever. Yeah. And then so so at this point I get I get fuzzy because I watched it and then I had to cut it off and 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 uh, I had to go do something I wasn't able to get back to it. So you got to take over from here. So uh, it's there's literally like not a whole hell of a lot of plot at they, all. So. After that happens, for whatever reason, so then Chad... Again, the motivations of these people are... I guess they're just out for revenge. Chad gets picked up by the triads um, because they mistake him. Everybody's mistaking him for Alex. Even though, again, Alex has never... I, I get it. He's got the same face. Still, though, it, it, like, why would Alex be yeah. dressed in a totally different way? They pick him up. They start interrogating him. Um, because Alex has dealings with the triads, and then Chad from there finds out that they have like a uh, like a drug lab or something. Um, you know the the classic eighties nineties movie drug lab that's just basically a reason to blow some shit up. They infiltrate. Uh, Chad is kind of a <clears throat> so so. Alex has no no chill at all. Basically, none. He's like. First of all, I don't want to believe that this guy's my brother. Secondly, okay, so he is my brother. We're going to go in on this because I suddenly agree with this whole idea to fucking go try to assassinate the entire Triad Legion and this one British guy affiliated with them to revenge the parents that I never met and didn't even know I had or whatever. Yeah. They go to plant a bunch of explosives in to the, to the drug lab because they're starting a war with the Triads, just them and Frank. There's uh, all of your typical 90s, 80s, not, not even 90s, early, early 90s. That was basically the 80s. The still. 80s, yeah. Action movie scenes. There's a lot a, of explosions. Ex- I, random explosions. Yeah, I, you know what? I've, in, in watching the movies that we've been watching, I'm starting to respect the explosion. Oh, like, yeah. Because it's, it takes a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of dope. Like It is, and there also used to be like... To think of like this era before CGI, before you could just like fake an explosion, yeah. you had to have a real explosion back then. Yeah, and they would have several per movie. Yeah, it wouldn't even just be like we're going to save up for one big explosion. This is a movie that totally could have got by with like one explosion. Right. This movie has like five explosions or some shit. It's like why large explosions? Yeah. Too. They like just keep blowing shit up. So they blow up. <laughs> they blow up the uh, the you know the uh, the the lab the drug lab. Uh, they go in and plant the explosives. But Chad is kind of a fuck up, so uh, uh, Alex is having to kind of cover for him and help him out. Meanwhile, Frank is sniping to cover them. Now, in Frank's defense, right? Frank is like a Vietnam vet. Yeah, he's a badass. Like Frank is a legit badass. He probably should just be doing this himself. Yeah, exactly. And it would be more effective if he was just like, yeah, I don't need to. And less public. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he could probably just go like, I mean, he's dope with a sniper rifle. Just go fucking find the guy. Now that you say that... Just go, like, oh, he's out here walking around. Boop. Done. And inheritance got. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just thought about that. You guys got to go avenge your own parents. Like, I can't go avenge yeah, my employer. No. It's like he's, he's, like, trying to teach them a fatherly lesson yeah. or something. Yeah. I can't, I can't be out here fighting your battles. Yeah. Like, yeah. But you're the fucking, the guy who's fought battles. <laughs> You've literally fought battles. I'm an aerobics instructor. <laughs> And I'm a horrible Chinese underground criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, you guys are right. Maybe I should be out here actually doing the, the sniping. Nah, you guys can do this. There's a there's a classic scene in the drug lab invasion when uh, Alex, a, a criminal gets the drop on Alex, puts the, uh, the, the, 
the infrared beam on his face at point blank range. Oh, yeah, yeah. And holds it for, like, it's got to be 10 seconds. For real? It's got to be 10 seconds of him just like, I'm about to shoot your ass. Yeah. And doesn't... But they, they do the, the 80s thing where it's the, 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 the laser point, yeah. right? Yeah. And it starts off, like, midsection and yeah. comes all the way up to his head slowly. Yeah. Like, you could have fired at any point. You could have riddled point. him with yes. bullets yes. from the stomach up. Yeah. And then, at least, here's, here's the thing, too. At least in most of these movies, the reason why they hesitate is because they want to talk some shit. Right. So they're like, got to try to get some line off or something like, yeah, something, right. some, dup- some stupid shit. This guy, though, Chinese guy who probably doesn't speak any English, so he doesn't have any lines. No. He's just standing Staring there. Staring at him. Holding the gun, kind of looking like, yeah. almost like the gun's like, he's trembling, but not even like he's scared. It might have been the guy who took the picture. And <laughs> back in LA. And he's like, I really don't want to kill this guy. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, like I love him so much. And, do the know. do the splits for me one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I need something in the spank bank <laughs> before I shoot you. Yeah, before, before, I, before I kill you and get rid of you once and for all. And of course, he fails because. Well, then Frank Frank assassinates him from fucking yeah. like a block away or whatever from wherever Frank is shooting. Frank is like on top of a, a crane, like a like a construction crane. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I've always wondered this when it comes to movies. When you climb up those things, somebody randomly has to look up every once in a while. Right? Nobody ever looks up in action movies. Nobody's ever like, oh, where, where's the sniper coming from? Yeah. Where's, where's the sniper fire coming from? Right. And so he manages to climb up like a 10-story fucking crane yeah. and take position. Yeah. Like. There's no security guards around there. None. Like, hey, uh, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> anybody see that guy up there with a giant rifle in his hand? <laughs> Climbing that tower? No, is that is that just me? Just just okay. standing out there wide open, huh? Yeah, just no, like, and you would think after, like, if I had a criminal organization, there'd be one guy that'd be like, I'd be like, hey, look, your job is just to look at all the fucking cranes that are around our no hideout, shit, yeah, to make sure nobody's climbing up there. In fact, we should already have the snipers up there. Yeah, when he gets up there to be the sniper, he should be like, oh shit, oh, I guess, yeah, I sorry, see. <laughs> sorry, pal, spots taken. Yeah, <laughs> seats taken. <laughs> Choose your own cream, buddy. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, so they they plant all the explosives, they blow it up. Alex is still an asshole. Yeah. Uh, me and my buddies used to quote this all the time because just the, the accent he's using, the way he's saying it. So there, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where they like do the uh, back then. That was the best technology they had to get both guys on the screen at the same time. Oh, and it's obviously like it's bad. Like it, the shots when they're oh. together look totally different from the rest of the movie. Oh, I, absolutely. It looks like. It, it it always looks like one of them is closer to the camera than the other, yeah. and they're trying to look at each other in the face. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. It looks super weird. Yeah, and they're in the car driving off, and like uh, Chad says something like, "Yeah, we we did it, brother." <laughs> and Alex is like, "Did what? You fucked up." <laughs> Just like Jesus, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. All right, I've, literally like a week ago, I was just. That was doing the <laughs> doing the splits in front of some chicks in my aerobics class. Banging now, all kinds of L.A. ladies. I just blew up a fucking triad drug lab. Okay, yeah. I think I, I think I've graduated pretty quickly here. Right, like, I'm it's like I'm learning on a pretty rapid curve here. Okay, come on, give me a break. So so that happens. Um, 
we meet the we meet a little bit of the criminal organization. We get the obligatory uh, the the criminals are sitting around a table, and the the British guy gives a speech about how they're they're slipping because I guess they're, they're aware now that the brothers are trying to kill them or whatever. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they say something like you know like where he says something like where you know we're not paying attention to the fine details, and then he has. The, the head triad guy, the head Chinese guy, is like, isn't that right, mister? And he says something to one of the underlings, Mr. Yao or somebody. And he's like, oh, no, you know, please don't. And then, like, so they send the two henchmen that they have, which is one guy who has, like, he does nothing but kicks, and he has spurs on his boots. <laughs> he's a white guy. Spurs on his boots, nothing but kicks. And then this big, like, bodybuilding, pretty hot, but still, like, Weird, like in terms of just her, her whole. I have a whole thing about her, but the the female henchman who's like the uh, the kind of the, the the white Grace Jones of the crew. The white Grace Jones. She's like muscled up. Yeah. She stabs the guy in the heart after the Spurs guy kicks him, and uh, you know it's one of those classic. Uh, you know. We've, we've got to make an example out of somebody. There's always scene. like there, there's always that scene where you got to take out one of your own yeah. to get everybody else in line to get everybody else's attention, which actually seems like a shitty thing to do. Yeah, bad boss. You're yeah. not you're not building up your employees. How about you know you get a better plan? Yeah. How about some training? Yeah. How about a hey hey, hey look, look. <laughs> come here come here man come here look guys. The other day he got kicked in the face five times. I, I know he already feels bad about it. Uh, look man, let's just. We're gonna do a seminar. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about how I, we can. I booked Tony Robbins. We're gonna get our confidence back up. <laughs> Actually, I kidnapped Tony Robbins, but yeah. we're gonna get our confidence back up. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go out there. We're I'd gonna get a, these guys. Use a couple of different cuffs on his hands because he has fucking incredible, yeah. <laughs> super large hands. This fucking guy, Tony Robbins, but he's gonna he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. For Got us. some TED talks lined up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So so there's that happens. Um, meanwhile, Chad and Alex are trying to sneak in explosives, which they do super easily. They, they basically just, and so the triads know Alex, right? He brings in a crate of, uh, of, it says cognac on the side. Really? It's a bomb inside delivers it. Nobody like decides to check on this until like, it's way right. too late. He's just like, eh. And like, apparently like, I, so I, I can't remember if we see this in the movie. I don't think we did, but at, at some point, I guess he's like run afoul of them because the the lead bouncer guy is giving him shit he's like oh hey i didn't think i'd see you here and he looks at his face and he's like oh those scars are healing up huh uh you'll be all right or whatever and it's like so so apparently he got punished and scarred the fuck up yeah and they're just like accepting his delivery of cognac like you know not gonna open this crate and make sure that like yeah is this, is this it, actually cognac or what's that ticking yeah inside why is there so much gunpowder on, on the outside <laughs> eh, it's probably just cognac <laughs> It obviously says cognac on there. Why are you using cognac for? Yeah, no. Which would be like the the line, like, "Hey, can I check the box?" Why it says cognac it, on the box right here, and it's like, it, yeah, but it's spelled wrong and it's <laughs> written, you know, <laughs> it's it's written in like really thin pen. Uh, <laughs> it was carved into the box because like the pen doesn't really write into yeah, it the, write well right on the, the wood. wood too well. Like you didn't even <laughs> take time to get a sharpie or an actual cognac box. Also, also, this is just a. A wooden crate without the top on it, so yeah. I could see the wires. Yeah, it seems like the I last think... time I checked cognac bottles, and it come with wires. A couple right? wires like this. 
Yeah. I think this might be a bomb. No, no, no. No. Okay, well. All right. All right, we'll, we'll deliver it. Have a good time. <laughs> Tip so the bartender. They managed to bring in the, the, the crates. Chad, again, kind of fucks up because, again, it's important to point out, he is not in any way equipped to be dealing with this. He I'm kind of going back to your original point. I didn't even think about this, but Frank should just be way more hands-on. Dude, Frank would like, look, I'm going to rig this thing up. I'm going to put some fucking, uh, uh, I'm going to put some napalm over here in this thing. We're going to put some napalm in, in these cognac bottles that we got to sneak in. And then, you know, you know, bingo, bingo, we got a whole bunch of agents on fire. And, you know, <laughs> we're going to do our thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense that Frank's like, look, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm just hands off. I'm just here in case <laughs> you know you get in any kind of trouble trying to fight the triad. But this, they're your parents. You gotta look. I know that I knew them longer, and it was my responsibility <laughs> to keep them alive. But they're I your know, parents. Yeah, I know I'm the bodyguard that fucked it up, but they're your parents. Yeah, like I was trying to go get some pussy that night. Yeah. I got the day off from the boss. Like your dad's kind of a dumb shit for letting me off, but <laughs> yeah, you know. It, like yeah, Frank is like uh like the he's like the the dad that's like trying to push his kid into like weightlifting but like yeah. all he wants like to do is dance. Le- yeah, and he's also like leaving the bar on his chest like come on. No, you can do this, Timmy. Yeah. Like push I can't breathe. <laughs> no. I can't breathe. No. Just come on, give me three more. It's yeah. like yeah. No. It's like he's 5. <laughs> what are you doing that to Timmy for? It's fucked up. So they 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 set off the bombs. <clears throat> But don't manage to kill any of the important people, of course, and then they have to evacuate. The chick, I can't think of her name, the 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 henchwoman. She finds so Danielle is in there. Danielle, I forget exactly what even she does. She's like she's the, the girlfriend. She's Alex's girlfriend. And she is like kind of doing some kind of sidebar investigations for Alex for some reason, I think, to to Alex had his own kind of revenge mission plotted before everybody else showed up, so that's also part of his loner shit. But she happens to be in there, and then the henchwoman finds her because they're you know they're scrambling now. Like, what happened? Who find anybody suspicious? Pretty much any white people that don't look like they belong. What the fuck are they doing here? Frank was actually in the club, but wasn't again one of the people sneaking any of the explosives in. So he's bailing out along with Alex and Chad. The henchwoman finds Danielle, the girlfriend, and like straight sexually molests her because she's, I guess, some, you know, just big lesbian. Yeah. But like, it, it's a hilarious scene because she like, <laughs> she like pushes her up against the wall. She's like, I got to frisk you to make sure. She's like doing all this weird seduction yeah. shit. I got to frisk you to make sure you're, gotta fill you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> she like straight like puts her hand up her skirt and all this crazy shit and the Danielle is understandably freaked the fuck out by this. Right. And then, like, after she's done, and, like, she's, like, again, she's, like, this bodybuilder chick, so she's, like, muscled up, and then she, like, turns her back around, and she's, like, now do you want to frisk me? And Danielle just runs off, and then they hold on the henchwoman, kind of, (laughs) like, she, like, turns around and puts her back against the wall and kind of has this look on her face, like, another one got away. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing wrong? God. So close. God, I, you know, I, I always feel on them. They never feel. They on never me. feel on me. What yeah. am I doing wrong? I forcibly, <laughs> aggressively pin them to the wall and then feel them up, and then when I ask them to feel me up, 
They always just run away terrified. Yeah. Like they've been sexually assaulted. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I thought just, every woman just wanted to be yeah. you know, two fingers in the donut hole. <laughs> I want to see a scene it. of her like getting taken to like a, a gay club where like another lesbian she's just all. walks up to her and is just like, hey, do you want to dance? And she's like, mm. what, the, what the fuck? She like busts open the door. She's like, I'm here to fuck. <laughs> she's all like, ready. And all the lesbians are like, oh, she's back. Like, <laughs> it's her again. Jesus Christ. Uh, Who invited? Yeah. We moved clubs. <laughs> yeah, we changed. And told, <laughs> we told everybody not to give her the new address. We terminated our lease early. We had to pay all kinds of fees. <laughs> And now we gotta do it all over again. Son of a bitch. (laughs) She is insane. She's so aggressive. (laughs) Just she's like, oh, like, all right, so I'm gonna fucking pin you to the wall and fill you up, right? Like, no, that's not how the courting works. Yeah. It's like uh Really? Damn it. They do that to me at the triads, and I don't understand what's going on. (laughs) You're hanging out with the wrong people then. Right? (laughs) That's not how romance is supposed to work. I get it. Well, then teach me. <laughs> so, so they, so there's a now again. I didn't, I didn't see it. So, do both the brothers fight Bolo Young? No, just uh, I think it's just the one. I think it's just Chad. Because like from a guy who doesn't know shit about, he's like fighting everybody and like yeah, it's weird. It's crazy. Both of the brothers do fight each other. Oh, because there's a great scene. So we ta- I mentioned earlier. Alex is irrationally like so so early on, like you mentioned, Daniel straight grabs Chad's dick. Right. From that moment on, Alex is like, uh, oh, this fucking guy like trying to get to my woman just because he looks exactly like me, I guess. <laughs> and so there's a scene where, mind you, all this crazy action has happened, explosions, all kinds of murder shit. Alex is somewhere else, they get separated, Alex is somewhere else. Uh, da- uh, Danielle, his girlfriend, and Chad are back in the fucking his bar or whatever where he runs shit. Right. He's trying to call them on a, a classic 90s giant fucking su- super cell phone, a Zach Morris special. Right. And like one of his henchmen answers and is like, uh, you know, Chad's here. You know, he's like, where's Chad? Chad's here. Is he by himself back there? No, he's with Danielle. And he's like, oh, this motherfucker. Because he. They're alone together, so they must be something's yeah, gonna happen. Obviously, you know. Meanwhile, the two hench the henchman and the henchwoman show up from the triads. And so like they're running like Danielle and Chad are running for their lives to a secret passage. Yeah. He's blowing up their phone at the the thing at the like, where are you? Yeah, and they don't answer. He's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. So then he just has a random scene of him drinking <laughs> and imagining them fucking. And, like, we get a scene of them, like, a weird-looking scene of yeah. them fucking, like, where, like, it, you know, it's like the classic 90s kind of sex scenes right, where, like, right. you know, people just kind of, their bodies were together yeah, naked, but, like, just, none of the actual motion of real fucking. Yeah, and, like, they're not lined up correctly. Right, Like, the no. fucking Emanuels. Yeah, <laughs> like, are you. <laughs> the Showtime Emanuels. Are you like, fucking her rib? Yeah. Like, like, how does that work? I don't know that much about anatomy, but it looks like you're fucking a belly button. I'm just putting that yeah. out there. Like, good for you if that's your thing, but, you know. Oh, shit. I mean, you're not going to get her pregnant at yeah, least. right? Like, okay. That's, that's some... It looks like you're fucking eating her thigh, but, you know. <laughs> you like, guys are taking safe sex a little too far. I yeah, you're definitely this, tearing but... that taint up. Like, no, <laughs> so he has this weird fantasy. He gets drunk. Weird fantasy of, of his twin brother fucking... 
Which is basically a fantasy of me fucking my chick. That's what I was about to say. Like, that just hit me right now. You were like, he's having a fantasy about him fucking, his twin brother fucking. I'm like, so a fantasy about himself? <laughs> fucking, like. With a different haircut. Which, if you really start to think about it, that's really weird. Because if, like, people that's that are twins. weird, I know. Like, oh, man, my brother's fucking my chick. Like, well, but really. <laughs> If I think about it, it's just me fucking my chick. Are you getting his head? I can't stand the sight of it. I mean, uh, maybe I can. Like, <laughs> weirdly aroused right now. It just looks like how I normally think when, when like, I think of me I've fucking my chick. I beat off to the scene before and I was okay with it. <laughs> Why am I not okay with it right now? Well, hey, if you're uh, a twin, let us know. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a twin whose brother has fucked your chick. Yeah, let us know if it's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> happens. It happens. I set it up. Yeah. Like so, even on like on a DNA structured level, like Yeah. You're actually you actually fuck like pretty close. Y'all are just Y'all are as close as two people can possibly be. Right. Like to be the same person. Um so yeah, so <laughs> so he has this weird fantasy of basically seeing himself <laughs> fucking his chick. But it's, it's driving him crazy. He's yeah. like, oh, you know. Yeah. So then he catches up to where they are. I forget exactly how they, they find each other. Because, of course, just like they found him in Hong Kong in the first place. Yeah, you know, because you can find random people in Hong Kong. Yeah. It's not a and city of fucking millions or anything. He's still drunk. So that's when you, like, see it and you, like, it becomes. Because at first it's kind of not 100% clear that it was a dream sequence. Yeah. At first it's kind of like, did Chad just fuck his, you know. his chick, yeah. Because it seems like something Chad would do. Chad totally seems like that oh, yeah. kind of dude. Yeah. It, as far as we've seen in the movies. I think like that's that why I think that's why Frank set him up with this whole thing because he like fucked Frank. He's like, Frank's like, I really like that chick. Chad's like, really? I do like, <laughs> I will fuck her for you. He's yeah. like, no, 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 no. I'll date. No, don't worry about that. Like, I, will fu- I will fuck her for you. I'll show her my splits. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be all over it. I'll split this taint right in her mouth. It's no big deal. It's like, no, what don't, I, don't do that to it her. It is what Jesus. I do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just fuck her if you're gonna fuck her. At least, God, I could, I could at least live with that. Don't give yeah. her the taint job. God, I used to like this girl. Now she got taint breath. I just can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore, man. Fuck. Can't get that smell out of your fucking mouth. It's not enough crest in the world for that shit. <laughs> so then, so then Alex catches up to him. Uh, catches up to them both, and they have the the classic uh, or the, the I'm gonna say classic fight scene of. Van Damme versus Van Damme. Now, so I'm imagining because of the limited technology. A lot of body doubles. Yeah. So it's a lot of like one guy's back to the camera the entire time. (laughs) Yes. Like one guy's back to the camera, kick, reaction shot, a lot of splicing, a lot of cuts, a lot of edits, a couple of shots of them when they're sizing each other up where they get them. Like, you know, in the same shot. And again, it looks weird. But then like any of the actual action, the actual kicks and shit. That's all, yeah, one one guy's back, clearly a body double, all that shit. Yeah. They finally uh, <clears throat> stop fighting because Frank shows up to stop them. Danielle's trying to tell Alex, you know, we didn't do anything. Yeah. He's like, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Alex is still being an asshole. They're still trying to be like, he's your brother. And he's like, oh, I, brother, who who was there to help me when I was on the streets yeah, oh, by geez. myself? And it's like. I got fucking uncles that are like that. <laughs> Like, he didn't, he was literally on the other side of the world. You're going to hold that against yeah, him? It's not yeah. like you were writing him letters like... Listen, you were in a French orphanage in fucking Hong Kong. No shit. If you, if you should be mad at anybody, yeah. you should be frank. 
Yeah, word. <laughs> Frank, Frank just waited till now to find like he had to know like some kind of where you were. How many other fucking? Yeah, like he only saw one baby in the car. He knew. He knew that the other baby had to be missing something. Like what the fuck? So he didn't put out a a, a personal ad, a classified Nothing. like, hey, missing one yeah. baby. It's Has anybody seen a baby? The Miss fucking... connections on fucking Craigslist. <laughs> Something. Me, bodyguard <laughs> to a wife and a husband that were assassinated. You, baby, possibly left in the back seat of a car. <laughs> this fits your description. Last, Hit me up. <laughs> last, last scene with the maid who. Yeah. <laughs> Chose you as the pretty baby. Like that's <laughs> something Frank can say is like, look, you got taken because the maid thought you were the fucking yeah. handsome one. She thought you were gonna do something with your life, right? Fucking disappointment. So fucking. So they they separate. Chad, you know, gets upset. Um, because Alex kind of kicked his ass, of course. Right. They separate, but then you know the the triads show up. They're they're in a. I don't even know where the fuck they are. It's you know it's it's the classic action movie shit of. You're you're just at a convenient action movie location, convenient generic action movie location. Right, right. They're kind of in the middle of the jungle, like you were just in downtown Hong Kong. And the rest of the movie's like they're in this kind of remote jungleish territory. That then there's also a random factory. There's always a factory always. in these movies. There's always, always a factory, factory with just steam. Like you talked about, like how in movies Hong Kong always looks like steamy. The factory is never just a factory where hey, everything's shut down safely. Yeah. Full uh, OSHA compliance. <laughs> Guys, I make did, sure. Yeah. Guys, hey, is that fucking conveyor belt still on? Yeah, we actually let off. Why is that power still operating? We're going to be closed for Christmas weekend, guys. Like, yeah. fucking, come on, be sharp. No, everything's Listen, still fully Billy, operational. Turn in your OSHA checklist. I see that you did not turn off the conveyor belt or the steam run engines that we still have around for some reason. Uh, <laughs> We need to go turn those off. You guys mind doing that, please? Thank you. Thank you. Then we all can go home early. Hey, stop holding up the line. Is there a a reason why this pipe just shoots steam? (laughs) That's that's my favorite thing. Is that the only thing this pipe does? Just shoot steam? (laughs) Just out horizontally? It's not even jettisoning steam up. It's like, Johnny, uh, make sure that, that pipe is still shooting steam. It seems like it's, according to my. My measurements here in this gauge of the, the pipe steamer, it's not shooting enough steam out to burn anybody that's, that doesn't know that that's hot steam. So do me a favor and go over there and just take off all warning signs. And we're going to clean them over the weekend. So take off all those warning signs or anything. You know, we'll be good. Just let that – we got to relieve the pressure. And so just let the steam come out and we'll come back after Christmas and we'll deal with it. And then we'll it. deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, it's, so eventually that's where the movie takes place. So the the – the triads show up. They kidnap Frank. They kidnap Danielle. They've got them tied up in uh, on a, a catwalk in the crazy factory that of looks course. like the shit from you know at least at least in like Terminator Two they showed that they crashed into the factory right. as it was still operational. The workers had to leave. It made sense for everything to still be on. Yeah, this is just factory in the middle of nowhere. All kinds of shit. Lights. Everything's on. Steam's flying everywhere. Electrical shit, flammable shit, and all of this is, of course, going to come into play. Oh, of course, because That'd be funny if, like, as you're walking through, like you know, like they do, like a hot shots part do or something like that. Where you're walking through and it's all flammable shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the actual sign, flammable shit. You know, <laughs> this, this, and this, and at the very end, we'll all play a factor in these parts. <laughs> yes. The next coming, in the coming up scenes. That's the way it is. It's just a checklist. Okay, all this shit's going to happen. So 
Alex and Chad go through. Uh, Chad has to fight Bolo, who right. is, as we've talked about, um, one of the, the classic martial arts bad guys of all time. Right. Was there in Bloodsport. He is almost literally, like, his torso is... Yeah, his his pecs are the size... Like, he has, like, a three-inch stomach and a <laughs> nine and 26-inch pecs. But I'm not talking about, like, thick, just long. Yeah. Just long-ass pecs. Just somehow elongated pecs. Yeah. I don't understand. So he comes out. He takes off his shirt, of course, to flex for no reason. Oh, that's in his contract as well. Yeah. Bolo does not fight with sh- the clothes on. No, no. Bruce Lee fought him with no, with no shirt on, fucked him. He got, And here's the thing. You would think after a while, like, hey, maybe me taking my shirt off gets me fucked up. Yeah. I should leave it on. But yeah. no, after all these years of getting his ass whooped. Clothes were literally invented for protection. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should keep... Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. nope. Bolo's gonna, gonna take him off. Take the shirt off. Yeah. Flex. Him and Chad fight. Bolo should totally be kicking his ass. Oh, definitely. Um, Chad gets lucky because he's Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's doing all kind of crazy spin kicks and shit. The spin split kicks? <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme cannot he, do a spin kick. That's another thing in his, in his contract. He yeah. does the jumping spin split kick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even in like fucking shit that I think is like really like a legit solid action movie like Universal Soldier. At right. the end he has to like deliver like five of those to Dolph Lundgren. And it's never just one. No, it's like a it's series a of them. a series of them. Which would, in a real fight, <laughs> after the first one you'd be like, let me step back a little bit. Yeah. And could, I'm out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wind up for that shit. You can't just like fire that off like yeah. with blinding speed. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what the fuck? This guy's jump. Okay, I'm just gonna step back, duck a little bit, catch him with an uppercut to the taint. Yeah, <laughs> to, to the wildly exposed taint. <laughs> Boom! Done. Fight's over. Right. It's like, oh my god. End of game. That was easy. So he does all that shit. He ends up kicking Bolo into some exposed. <laughs> Electrical wiring that electrocutes both because there's exposed electrical wiring in this factory because of course there is yeah it's like it's like a fucking fuse a giant fuse box of just exposed wire right Bolo backs into it uh, fucking electrocutes falls down some of the wires fall somehow in the midst of all this fighting and gunshots and shit uh, some flammable fluid is leaked so the of course the sparks hit the flammable fluid. Yeah. We get a sh- the the good shot of the stream of fire going toward the flammable tanks. Van Dam has to run, jump, and escape the fire. Which you wouldn't jump. No. Like you lose momentum when you jump. Exactly. You just keep running. You just keep running. Yeah. Just just sprint as, as hard as you can. He does the jump at the at the end though. It blows up behind him. Meanwhile, Alex is fighting his way. He's, he's killed. Uh, he kills the the uh, the the Spurs guy. In a, a weird shot where like his final blow is just like in shadow for some reason. I think because I think he like rips the guy's throat out or something. They didn't oh. want to really show it, which fuck it, show that shit. They did it in Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah. <laughs> show that shit. Right? It's like it's, are we all too in ninety one is this from the whole PC movement? Now you can't show people getting their throats yeah, ripped out. You can't show throats ripped out. What the fuck? Listen, what is this world coming to? If if uh oh, I forget his name from Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Patrick yeah, Swayze, Swayze can going to rip out a throat. Van Damme should be ripping throats out. Fuck yeah. Right? So he kills that guy. Then he finds the girl. He finds Danielle, who uh, they leave alone for, for no reason, basically. They leave her with one guy to defend her, one henchman, <clears throat> who, of course, decides to pick that moment to be like, yeah, I'm going to try and rape this chick. <laughs> I know <laughs> there's a full-on assault, and there's explosions <laughs> happening. Get my dick wet. But this is the time. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's not even like a real, like, he's just like, again, it's like, 
you know, like it's not. He's not committing to the rape. No, he's like he's just more like I just want to feel your tit. It's not even that. It's like he's hugging her against her will, and it's just like, but he's like, baby, this isn't gonna hurt. And she's like, stop. Even the weird looks, uncle hug. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is even that? Because he like first he's like looking at her, and she could be. He's like, no, get away from me. And it's like, oh shit, this is about to get fucked up. And then no, like you, you cut to the scene, and he's just like basically hugging her close, and it's like it's not gonna hurt. And it's like, well, I mean, like I feel like she could just like kick him in the balls real quick and be. <laughs> Just, yeah, again. And then unhook herself and be like, what the fuck were you even doing, buddy? Right. Like, what was your game plan? Yeah. He's like, I've never done this before. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the ways of a woman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, the, all the people that are affiliated with the triads are just like, so just the just worst about. Asians ever. This guy, no, these are not, not even the Asians, though. Oh, they're, they're not even Asian This people. is just a random white guy. Oh, another it's... one of the random white guys. So you had the white chick that, like, oh, I'm just going to feel her up. Well, here's a, here's a crazy thing about that, too. You got random white guys in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. And they don't have any kind of... Maybe they may have been in the same orphanage as fucking <laughs> Alex. And, you know, hey, I know that guy. Like, you know... It, yeah. Because everybody's got a, got a weird accent. Yeah. I don't know what any... Half these accents, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this is supposed to be. It's like... The, it's the worst accent ever used in the history of accents is another Van Damme movie. And it's Bloodsport. And it's when the kid breaks into the house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Asian guy is like, I want to teach your kid karate. Yeah. And the dad's like, hey, And then later on, they're talking to the kid, and the you know the Asian kid's like, I'll show him one day. I'm going to find the kumite. And the other kid's like, kumite. And it's like, dude, just talk to me in your in French, because again, I think he's French. Talk to me in French. Yeah. And he's just like, I know I speak French. <laughs> just fucking horrible accent. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So this movie has like some of the the worst accents too. There's just like random like, what, what are you guys even saying? I think it's supposed to be British. It's like they hired French guys, but they wanted them to be British, right? So the accents like somewhere in between. It's just fucking weird. weird. So this guy's trying to assault her. Uh, Alex comes up, headbutts the fuck out of him, and then I guess that knocks him out to the point that he just is incapacitated. But he like, like he doesn't follow through with anything else. He doesn't yeah. make sure the guy's dead. He doesn't like you know do anything. He just headbutts him, and that's it. Then the lesbian chick, out of nowhere, descends from the rafters or whatever, <laughs> wraps her her legs around. Around Alex's head, he turns around like she does it from behind, uh-huh. wraps her legs around his head to, I guess, try and choke him or whatever. Right. He turns around so he's facing her cooch. Yeah. Because, I, I, just because they wanted to get that shot in the movie. Yeah. Of basically. Course. Yeah. Like, because it looks for a second like he's going to be like, oh shit, try and kill me, will you? Yeah. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's going to eat yeah. her pussy and, right. like, convert her or some shit. Yeah. She, she's been lesbian this whole time. Now right. she's like, oh, my God. Oh, that's... Uh, I've never I had... finally it. got somebody to do it back. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. She, she's all <laughs> super sexually frustrated. Yeah, right? And he just... Stop. He just licks her pussy a little bit. She's, like, on on their side yeah. now. And she's like, you know what? See the error of my ways. <laughs> 
try has been treating me so bad all these years. You know, you would think <laughs> one of them Asians would have looked my pussy, <laughs> but no. no. I keep asking them. Yeah, <laughs> every day. It took a French guy raised in L.A. to finally <laughs> no do shit, it. Right? Oh, the way you Frenchmen do this. So he's like, he has they have a, a quick little fight that looks like just super awkward. You can tell she's not really a martial artist. Yeah. Uh, Chad shows up to help. He's shooting at because the the fucking uh, the English guy that murdered the parents in the first place right. and his main uh, triad buddy. They're there to try and kill again. You have another scene where he has the shot. His buddy's telling him shoot him, kill him, and it takes like ten seconds. Yeah, and before he can shoot, fucking Chad shows up and starts shooting back. Uh, Alex is fighting the lesbian girl takes her knife, she pulls a knife on him, takes her knife, and very slowly stabs her in, like, the side with it. Like, she's holding the knife still, and he's, like, I guess, forcing her hand. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's a force. It just looks like she's just slowly... His hand, his hand is grabbing her wrist to right. move it down. But it doesn't look like she's resisting. It just looks like he's guiding it. Yeah. Like it's a lesson. Like, all right, yeah, you just yeah. you just take the knife and then you put it right here. Right. She's like, like this. Oh, like, ah, oh. Fucking lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> that is this. not how I achieve an orgasm. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> just like the triad. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> now, excuse me while I go and die. Completely sexually frustrated. Oh, God. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it looked. Poor lesbian. <laughs> so, so she's dead. So then the last two that are left are the fucking two guys that can't fight. They right. get tracked down. Uh, the, the fucking uh, British guy looks like he's maybe going to finally get a shot in on, uh, on Alex. But of course he's not because of course he's going to take forever to fucking finally pull the trigger one more time. Until he then somehow runs out of bullets because nobody can hit, of course, any of the Van Dams. Chad kills him by dropping an entire, like, industrial storage crate on this guy from, like, fucking five stories up or something. Yeah. The factories turn into, like, some storage place. One of those giant, probably 50-ton crates drops it on this guy. Wow. I don't know if you really needed to do that to kill, like, the least threatening character in the right. fucking movie. Right. They also track the Asian, the Asian guy down. And then there's a working conveyor belt. Of course. <laughs> they turn it on, and it pushes him off the side of, like, a crazy high ledge. So he drops, like, 20 stories to his death and falls through a bunch of random boxes and shit. Of course. And I swear when he does that, then then it looks like there's, like, maybe some employees or something hanging out nearby. That he dro- <laughs> like, the only employees that are in the was, actual employees that are, like... Say, I was about to say, like... Imagine like all this shit's going on, and you're the first guy that gets there for work. I was work. gonna say the guys that got there early. They're <laughs> yeah. like, "What the fuck? Oh, like, I caught the bus early today. Like, oh, that fucking, I knew something was going down. No, like, I'm just gonna go home, man. They're gonna blame me for this shit. <laughs> They're gonna come in like Johnson. <laughs> Did you turn off? We told you a million times to turn off the fucking conveyor belt, and now somebody's obviously falling from twenty stories up into the box of broken pipes. That we keep here for safety reasons. <laughs> so now. Now, explain yourself. There's listen. A, there's a fucking dead lesbian woman on the catwalk <laughs> with a knife in her side. Did you do that? <laughs> no, boss. She I, died of sexual frustration. <laughs> we all know this. Look at her face. It's 
It's horrible. It's, it is a tragedy. OSHA is definitely going to shut us down for that one. Everything else is cool. Like, we can talk our way out of all the other dead people. Oh, the people, other shit. Random <laughs> bullets and bullets. explosions. There's a couple of electrocuted yeah, guys yeah, so <laughs> Got that big-breasted Chinese dude that's fucking... <laughs> Got shocked to death on the wires that everybody knows are exposed, so we don't go over there anymore. Yeah. We're like we're gonna have to put up a sign. If you're if you work here, then you know. Yeah, don't go over by the exposed that's, wires that's, that are also by the flammable shit. That's when it's on your hiring papers. Like, hey, congratulations, you got a job. Hey, see those exposed wires over there? Avoid them. Okay, so now let's go on to the other safety tips that we have around here. <laughs> it's like, do you see any broken pipes? Stack them in this pile here <laughs> with the point facing straight up. up. Straight yeah, up. straight up. We don't worry. Nobody will ever fall on them no. or kill themselves. You don't have to worry about that's, that. That's <laughs> the warning. We yeah. let them know if you're walking past, you're like, oh, I better walk extra careful. I don't want to fall over yeah. and land on these exposed, jagged pipes. And now, any kind of gas cans or flammable things that have the lid slightly tied onto them, so if they spill over, those go here. Those go <laughs> Just here. Stack them all on top of stack each other, and don't try to be neat about stacking them or anything. You know, <laughs> stack them like if we put a dime on top of them, the whole thing no, collapses. Everything so, spills. Everything spills everywhere. Look, we're, it's fine. We'll just light some fires. We'll and that'll clean everything up. It'll be no problem. <laughs> so yeah. So. That- or the owner of the warehouse is like, motherfucker, how come these guys keep coming back and destroying Every my time. warehouse? Like Every time. All oh. I'm trying to do is make toys <laughs> to send to America. Do you know how much steam it takes to make a fucking sled? You know how much steam it takes to melt a plastic, to mold it? Shitload of steam. Shitload of steam. And if you could think of an easier way to do it, yeah. I'd like to hear it. I'd like to okay. hear it from you. People are always complaining, why do you have all the steam around? Look, I'm making <laughs> fucking Transformers over here. I'm making, I'm making GoBots and Transformers. I'm making Transmorphers over here. Because we're, we're, we're in Hong Kong. That's right. We're, we're making fucking Transmorphers. <laughs> yeah. And not, not GoBots. Don't call it. Go-Robos. We're making Go-Robos and Transmorphers. We're making strong man. We're making and, yeah. We're making GI Jack. GI Jack. <laughs> making GI Jack. Yeah. Lightning cats. All the good toys. <laughs> all, all the best toys. Lightning cats. <laughs> Which have been, have been a way better name because thunder is just a fucking sound. <laughs> Thundercats, you're just like rumbling cats. Like, I know. What the fuck? You guys make a lot of noise and shit. Like, we're the Thundercats. Oh yeah, yeah. We're the fucking we're the screeching tires. Like fuck out of here, your Thundercats bullshit. Like you ain't doing scare me. Doing shit. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't worried about y'all. That's, oh my just god. realized Thundercats was a fucking horrible name <laughs> after all these years. Childhood is ruined. <laughs> Oh, man, perfect. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, and literally that's basically how the movie ends. So when they – so do they end it in the classic late 80s, early 90s movies where, like, they just walk away from the scene? They don't even walk away from the scene. Oh. It ends so abruptly. Like, they they kill everybody. Right. The brothers see each other again. Danielle hugs Alex, and Alex, while he's hugging Danielle, kind of gives a thumbs up to Chad. Chad gives him, like, a fucking okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then credits. Oh, sweet. Like, they're not even walking away from the... So for all we know, like, the very next second is like, woo, woo. Yeah. Like, uh, guys, did you just... Did you just vigilante murder the entire... You guys are under arrest. Right? This is, 
This you is guys not are legal. mass murderers. How did you get all these weapons in here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys had going your own, away for a long, long time. You guys had your own guns? This is fucking mainland China still. Yeah. Under British rule, none of these countries are okay with just bringing in guns, motherfucker. Not this at isn't all. Texas. Yeah, like for real. You can't just have your own AK? Like, like, what, the, what the fuck did y'all think y'all were doing? Where'd you get napalm from? <laughs> like, honestly. Uh... This guy has a sniper Wait. rifle. And then everybody's looking around like, where the fuck is Frank? Frank's, <laughs> no on, a, shit. Frank's on a plane. Fucking. <laughs> yep, they killed yep. him, and now I get the inheritance. <laughs> They're going away for a long time. They're going away for a long time, and I'm going to get the inheritance. So so that was... That's double impact, that's man. That's double impact for you. Um, uh, Jean-Claude, not a great Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, but definitely... Uh, if you're like me and I, I enjoy the shit out of bad acting movies and movies that just kind of make that, that, that you question all the way through, like, yes. why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Type of, then this is a good movie. This to is watch. a perfect one. This is a great movie. Uh, in that sense that you, you will be frustrated by the, uh, lack of storyline about the jumps in the plot, about the lack of a plot. <laughs> About the abrupt ending to the movie. It's a super abrupt ending. And it's like they ran out of money and yeah. they said just end it here. And so just fuck it. Yeah, just just screw it. Um <laughs> so you know, uh if you have the the movie uh, uh how long is the movie? If you have eighty two minutes no that's eighty two users, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's about an hour forty. Hour and fifty minutes long. So you have an hour and fifty oh, you have an hour and fifty to to kill and you ain't doing nothing. Um and you wanna see Jean Claude Van Damme flick his ass and uh, slick back his hair, check out Double Impact. Um, so on that note, next week's movie. What you what you got in mind? So this is in the spirit of all the kids going back to school. Oh. Um, I think that uh, Johnny's going to be shocked at this one because while we were talking about this movie, uh, it hit me like, oh, September. Because w- in October, we're going to do horror movies. Right, right, right. We got five horror movies to do. Um, we're still haven't talked about which ones we're going to do, but we're going to do some good ones. And... I was like, well, September, what's in September? September, everybody goes back to school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, I'm going to do, we're going to do one of my favorite school movies, um, Toy Soldier. Oh. With, yes. And it's, it's, it is every kid's fantasy. Yes. Before, like, it actually happened. Yeah, before schools actually got dangerous. Yeah, before school, I actually had, sh- like, shoot 'em ups in, in there and shit like that, yeah. right? Every kid from my generation, yes, Johnny's generation, was it's, like, if my school got invaded, yeah, this is what I would do. I would want to have Die Hard in my school. Yeah, that's what you want. Like you were hoping, because even with the shit that happens now, it's not like the what the, our fantasies always were. We're like some weird uh, terrorist group, right, holding us hostage. Yeah, you get away somehow, and you take out the terrorists because you're like the dopest dude ever, right? <laughs> you're like. All three of the storms from Big Trouble in Little China wrapped in with Chuck Norris, wrapped in with Steven Seagal, with, the, yeah. with the spinning back kick of Van Damme, yeah. with the fucking take on an entire army of Bruce Lee skills. Like, you're that kid. Yeah, yeah. In your mind, you always you just thought, I could do all this shit, especially in that era. Oh, God. I, I, all right, yeah. yeah I got to save all my jokes. I'm already like thinking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, next week... <laughs> Perfect pick. Oh, my God. Toy Soldier. Uh, it stars uh, Sean Astin, Will Wheaton, and Keith Coogan. Um, they all have had acting careers uh, since then. Yeah, they've and, actually uh, put together a pretty good 
yeah, pretty they, good lineup. There. So if you do if you do want to watch this before we do next week, it, just remember it's a 1991 movie, um, and the main actor is Sean Astin in this one, a young Sean Astin. Um, and uh, because if you put in Toy Soldier, you'll get a, all kinds of crazy. It's Toy Soldiers. Yes. Uh, but you'll put you'll get in all kinds of crazy, you know, fucking movies in there. But it remembers the one with Sean Astin. So uh, this has been Yo Bitch Review This. I'm Alex. I'm Johnny. And thank you for listening. We're out.